0: Hi, my name is Carrie Seaburn, professional engineer, and this is Unstruct. Unstruct is the podcast where we share the stories from within your walls to help you understand how they stand today. Hello and welcome Welcome back back to to Unstruct. Unstruct. So So this week I have a... special little little treat treat for you you. so So we are are actually actually not not talking talking about a specific building this week week. we We are are talking about every building this week so so we are going to get into what structural engineering engineering is And 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 I promise promise we're not not going to get into any textbooks or go over over any any calculations, calculations.
1: but we are are going going to just talk about what a structural engineer does. So many times, if I have a client that
0: maybe hasn't hasn't done a project before, before, they are a little bit unclear as to what the role of a structural engineer engineer is and and what what value and scope we bring bring to the project. project. So So I I thought thought this would be a great opportunity to talk through some of those things and maybe dispel some. Myths Myth about, about structural engineers, engineers and, and yeah, yeah just kind of get, get the conversation going, going as far as what we do. So in, in true fashion, fashion, I am, am going, going to give an, an analogy that, that will hopefully kind of help solidify and give a, give a little, little bit of context, of this. context to this. So, so I, guess I guess the, the most, most basic way to describe, to describe it, is, it is, is the structural engineer goes into the weeds, it gets very, very complicated with the calculator and, and computations, and, and then returns from the truck into the weeds with drawings and designs that are simplified and understandable, I. I. Buildable for the buildable for the client and contractor. contractor. So, you, so can think think you can think of every image that you can think of someone going, going to battle the weeds and coming out war-torn and, and ready, ready to, to deliver, deliver something, something simple. simple. That, that's essentially what we do. But since the goal of our deliverable is to be simplified and understandable, I think, I think many, many people, people don't, don't realize all that goes on in the weeds to get to get that, that final, final point. So, so yep, yep, as a structural engineer, maybe, maybe you've seen, seen this, this, we, we many, many times feel like nobody appreciates, appreciates our painstaking, painstaking trip into, into the weeds. weeds. So, so, a typical, a typical martyr complex that maybe you've, you've seen um, on the faces, faces of a, a few of, of your engineer friends. friends. So, to so, get a little, I guess, context or a little information to... This, I think, think would be be good so so that we can can all kind of understand understand each other a little better and hopefully dispel some, I guess, myths and and give give a little little clarity clarity as to to what we do. do. So So, the million-dollar question, what what goes goes on in the To summarize, to summarize, the structural, structural engineers are responsible for, for keeping the building standing when, when exposed to certain forces or loads, or loads. And, and actually, actually we take their, their job, job very seriously. So, so one of the first lines of our code of, of ethics, ethics, states our ethics states that our primary focus is, is first and foremost protect, protect the, the health. Safety, safety and, and welfare, welfare of the public. public so,
1: so this, this is always, always at, at the, top the top of our minds, minds making sure that people, people are, safe. are safe
0: so, so this, this is both a blessing and a curse so both of us as structural engineers if you are a structural engineer listening i think you, think you know, know exactly, exactly what, what i'm, I'm talking, talking about. about like like for, for instance I guess, just a couple of examples. examples. so, so one time, time i was at costco, costco. I noticed, I noticed one, of one of the columns at the base had a large forklift impalement. So, so the prong, I yes, of the, the, the forklift went, went right, right through the base of the, base of the column. column. It was, it was an, an HSS column, column, so a tube. And that, and that really, really is, is the most critical, critical location of this column. column. And, and it and was at least 20 feet tall. tall. So, so I, I was, was there, there getting, getting toilet paper, paper but, but I had, had to, to kind of switch over, over to structural, structural engineer and, and just, just let them know and they, and they, were they were working, working on, on getting, getting it fixed, fixed. They, had they had it taken, taken care of care but, but essentially of the fact that we, we take this code of ethics and, and oath to protect, to protect the public, the public we, we are kind of always, always on, the, on the, clock the clock for things, things like, like that, that. Kind, kind of similar I guess to maybe, maybe a, doctor a doctor that's at a sporting event and has, has to go into action if something happens so we kind of have the same kind of mentality of always, always making, making sure that people and, and things, things are, are safe. This is always so at to top, top of our minds, minds, making sure that people are safe. So, so during, during day-to-day operations and during extreme events, during extreme events such as high winds wind and, and earthquakes. So the, so the governing, governing building, building codes, codes dictate what, what forces need, need to be applied to structural elements. elements. We, must we must follow gravity. So we started our designing at the top of the structure and work our, our way down, down to the foundation. So this is exactly opposite of the way Way that the building, building structure, structure is, is built. We build from the, the ground all the way up, up to the top. top. So, sometimes so sometimes this makes things complex because, from a construction standpoint, a lot of, a lot of times, times we aren't able to finalize our structural, structural design or give drawings until we are completely done what we're doing because the last thing that we do is the first thing that is, thing that is built. built. So it's a little annoying. Someone could talk to Greg and maybe. Flip that, that, that would be wonderful. Be wonderful. Obviously, Obviously that's that not an option. So, the interface between the soil and the foundation is also the interface between the, interface between the structural engineer's responsibility, the the engineer's, engineer's responsibility and the geotechnical engineer's responsibility. So, if you'd like, like to know, to know more, more about, about that, we actually, actually have a previous episode called Low grade, grade where we discuss, where discuss the, the roles and responsibilities of the structural engineer and the, the geotechnical engineer. So, so the, the loading, loading that, that I was talking, talking about earlier is specific to the location, location or specific to where the building, building is located. These, These loads, loads are specific to location: location higher wind, wind areas on, on the coast, higher earthquake loads in areas susceptible, susceptible to, earthquakes, to earthquakes, higher snow loads in mountainous areas. areas. So, so it's kind, kind of, of completely, completely dependent on where the building, building is, located. is located. So the so forces, the forces are, are also specific to the type of building you use. So, so the, the type, type of building, building is being designed. designed. So, so for, for instance, instance an, auditorium an auditorium will require, will require higher, higher design, design live loads than, than a residential home. And, and to, back to back up a little, little bit, we have five basic, basic low cases in and most and building structures. There are other low cases, but, but the five, five basic ones include dead load, which is, is the weight of the structures and, structures and things, things that are permanent, things that, things that will always be there. And, and live loads, which, which are, loads are loads that, that are changing such, changing, such as people and furniture. Snow loads, earthquake loads, and wind, and wind loads. So again, based on, on the building, use, location, the, the design, design loads are, are determined for each area, area of, the of the building. So then, so then we, we take, take these loads and apply them to the structure. We use material properties of the structural elements to design each element for these loads. These loads. Based on science, we are predicting the way that the building will respond under loads that it could potentially experience. Again, loading starts from the roof with beams and horizontal elements and progresses to the columns or vertical elements and then down to the next level of beams and columns with new loads picked up at each floor level. This, this is, is called, called the gravity, gravity analysis, analysis of the building, working, working the loads, loads down, down vertically, vertically from the, from the top, top of the structure to the, the, foundation. To the foundation. Once, Once the, the gravity analysis is determined, we move on to the lateral analysis. analysis. So, the so the first step in the, in the lateral, lateral analysis, analysis is to determine if wind or, or earthquake loads, loads also, also known, known as, as seismic loads, load control. control. So So once once the the wind wind and earthquake loads are determined based on where the structure is located, they are applied to the building structure horizontally at each floor level, also known as a diaphragm. Then the lateral resisting elements are designed to resist these loads and move them down to the foundation. These elements are designed for shear forces and usually have either tension or compression forces. That, that need, need to be resisted, be resisted or anchored, anchored at the end, end of, them. of them. Many of these items have loads, loads in both, both directions, directions, so each side of them either, either can, can have tension or compression, or compression depending, on depending on the load the case or the load, load combination. combination. So, so, dead load, dead load is also, also included in these lateral resisting elements to limit the uplift forces that need to be, be resisted at the end, end of each lateral resisting element. element. These, these forces, forces also make, make their way down to the foundation. foundation. So we we take take the the five five basic basic load cases that we previously previously talked about and put them together together in code-specified load combinations. So all structural elements elements are designed for these various various combinations of loads to determine the worst-case loading. Sometimes in complicated complicated designs, over over 100 100 load load combinations can can be required for each individual individual structural element. This is where the complexity gets intense. intense. And why, and why some calculation, calculation packages, packages for building structures can, structures can sometimes, sometimes be hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of, of pages long. This is also why we have several design aids, computer, computer programs that we are using to help generate these loads and load combinations and, load combinations and compare them to the material properties of the structure. Of the structure. Because, because as, as you can, you can imagine, imagine, if you, you had, had to... Design each, each element, element, and you have, have thousands, thousands of, of elements, elements, but, you, but have you have to design each element a hundred times with different, different combinations and different, different I guess, I guess values, values put, put to it. It, it kind of gets to be cumbersome, cumbersome and take forever. forever. So, so a lot of times we use design software for generating local combinations, combinations and applying them to our structural elements. elements. So So, then then kind of of the final step is the foundation design. So the foundation foundation must be designed for all of the forces that we we talked about before. So the gravity forces, the lateral forces, and also also be designed for any lateral soil loads that may be acting on the foundation. foundation. So So I think we got got into into this a little little bit in the below grade episode, episode, but but it's it's kind kind of maybe maybe not inherent inherent to... Everyone, Everyone, But soil, soil actually puts, puts a horizontal, horizontal load, load on any, any element that is that being used to retain it. it. So, so if, if you, you have, have a wall with soil, soil that is high on one side, side and low on the other side, this actually results in a horizontal, horizontal force. force. On that wall, that's trying, trying to, get to get it to rotate to, to the, the low side. side. So, so those forces are things that we calculate and need to determine, to determine based on the soil type to make, to make sure that, that wall stays stationary. stationary. So, so some of the things, things we can do is to anchor, anchor that, that wall, wall lower, lower and, and put and a large footing on it so, it so that it, it kind of helps keep everything, everything balanced. The, the footings, footings, then, are what, are what we, we design. design. So, so they're based, based on loading, loading compared to the, the allowable soil bearing pressure. pressure. So, we so we take all take those that we talked about earlier. They result in a, a vertical, vertical force, also horizontal, horizontal forces, forces in, in some, some cases, cases. But a, a vertical, vertical force and we size the, the footings, footings based, based on, on what that load, load is and what the soil, soil can take. take. So, so I guess I a lot of times the analogy, again, I like guess you get analogies, but... The analogy the that, that I, I use for this is a high hill shoe, so a stiletto versus a snowshoe. So a stiletto, stiletto, if you, you are in mud, <laughs> a stiletto, stiletto is going, going to sink down, whereas a snowshoe would be able, be able to kind of spread the load out over a larger, larger area. area. So, so that's, that's kind, kind of, of the goal or kind of what, of what we're doing when we're sizing these footings. We're trying, trying to balance all the loads, the loads so that the, the soil experiences the same pressure Throughout, so, so that there is isn't a differential, differential movement, so that, so that everything stays level, level and nothing settles or moves independently from the rest of the, rest of the structure. structure. So, so it, it is literally, literally a balancing act. act. So, so I live in Iowa, in Iowa and here, here, the here the soil is such that most buildings are able to be supported by continuous footings, which, which in, in my, my opinion are the simplest, simplest foundation, foundation types. types. So, so it's important, important that a building foundation is anchored is below the design frost line so that it doesn't, doesn't experience frost heave. And, and that, that is actually set, set by each individual, individual jurisdiction. jurisdiction. So, so around, around the Des Moines, Iowa area, it's 42 inches. So all structural elements need to be anchored 42 inches, inches below the grade, grade elevation in, in an effort, effort to limit and, and hopefully prevent that movement with the seasons of, you know, when mm, the soil is freezing and, thawing and then thawing back, back at we're trying to get to below that cross line. line. So, so in, in other parts, in parts of the country and world, different types of foundations are used, such as aggregate piers, 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 piers steel piers, steel pilings, and isolated pad footings based on the soil characteristics. characteristics. So, so this, this is typically kind of dictated or recommended by the, the, engineers. By the geotechnical engineers. So they, so they will take soil samples, see what, see what kind of soil there is, and then recommend a foundation, foundation type based on the soil characteristics. characteristics. So we so as structural engineers are relying on the geotechnical engineers for recommendations for the foundation system. system.
1: So So once once we do all of our calculations,
0: calculations, we have have to convey convey our findings in in a structural structural drawing drawing set, which usually includes structural structural framing plans, a foundation foundation plan, and several pages of structural details showing how the structural members, the the beams, and and the column elements, elements, how how they they all connect together together structurally. structurally. So, so we've, we've talked, talked about, about this before, but, but the, architect the architect is kind of, of designing the skin of the building, and we're designing the bones of the building. So we're showing how all these bones go together: so the structural and the beams and, and the and columns are the bones of the structure. structure. They all, they all have, have to connect together and resist all, these, all these forces, forces that, we're that we're talking about. about. So, typically, structural design fees, so kind of the cost or what you should expect to pay if you hire hire a structural engineer, can can range from about 0.5% to 1% of the total construction project. So, the total cost of construction.
1: This varies based on the complexity of the building.
0: For instance, a simple house usually takes about 40 hours to complete the full structural design and, and document in, in a, set a set of structural, structural drawings, drawings, but, but a, a larger, larger high-rise, high-rise building can, can sometimes, sometimes take several hundred to thousands of hours to complete the structural design, design. and, and for, for a project a like that, that drawing set can, can sometimes, sometimes be well over 100 pages. pages. So each structure is very different as far as the level of complexity and the effort that that's required to put together the structural drawing set. So, so, now, now we know you know what, what happens in structural engineering weeds. Ask any of the structural engineers and, and we would be happy to give, happy to give you more details, details about, about our, our calculations, calculations and what we're, we're doing. doing. But, uh, but yes, be uh, cautious I, I guess, that you do ask someone. someone They will will get very very excited because because nobody asks us about about our calculations and detailed things that we get into into on a day-to-day basis. So they may talk for for quite some time, I guess, because they will likely be excited excited that somebody cares. cares. (laughs) So So with with that, I will leave you with a line from from the most most structural engineering engineering song that that I know, know, which is Bones by My Remembers. Remembers. I'm not going to sing sing it. You don't want want me singing it. it. If If the bones bones are good, good, the rest don't matter. So I know it's not fun to spend money on your structure. It's not glamorous. Typically it gets covered up. You're not going to see it. But a good structural engineer and a good building is what protects all the nice finishes that you put in your structure. So without good bones, the rest doesn't matter at all. You can have the fanciest countertops, and the mm, nicest flooring, but then things start, start cracking, cracking or if your floor, if your floor is unlevel because the psych conditions weren't, weren't accounted for, for from a structural perspective, you're going to get cracking and, and it's not going to look great and you can, and you can deal, deal with, with it, it, I guess, but, but it's something that you will continuously be dealing with. So once things start moving around, around it's, it's a, maintenance a maintenance issue, so... Let's, let's just, just try, try to prevent that. that and, you know, do to an, an adequate, adequate structural, structural design, design of each, each building, building and then you know that the additional money that you're, that you're putting into, into the structure for all these nice finishes will be adequately protected. protected. So... Take, Take one piece of advice from this, this engineer, engineer in this episode and get your structure designed for the appropriate conditions so your kick butt original finishes have a fighting chance at remaining, remaining kick butt for, for a really long time. So thanks for listening in today. I hope you learned a little something about structural engineering. And I, I am always happy to continue, to continue the conversation, conversation and give any, any more insight, insight you would, you would like, like to know and drop a, drop a line line in, in the comments, comments and, and I would I be, be happy to answer any questions, questions on structural engineering. engineering. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Unstruct and know someone else who would, please share it with them. And if you enjoy the work that I'm doing here in general, I would really appreciate your rating and review on Apple Podcast. It goes a long way to help others find the show. Speaking of finding shows, Unstruct is part of the Gable Media Network, a place where you can find even more content like this. To see the catalog of shows focused on our built environment, visit gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe before you go so that you don't miss the next story from within the walls and how they stand today.